Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. Our quote of the day, what mental health needs is more sunlight, more candor, and more unashamed conversation. That is from Glenn Close. Great words. This is very true. We're going to be talking all about that today with our guests. We're featuring actress Brittany Snow and her creative partner Jasper Guest to talk about their new mental health initiative. It's called September Letters. And is it plural? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it says letter here. So yes, that is a typo. That, that is a typo. Me. I'm like, did I screw it's, this up? No, no, no. It's definitely September letters. I have confirmation on that. Okay. So I, I will take the ball on that. <laughs> That's one. what I remembered. So anyhow, yes. um, I'm really excited to chat with them about this. I think it's such a great idea. In the meantime, thank you guys for being with us today and every day. If you haven't clicked subscribe on YouTube, please do. We'll get those little notifications. so You never miss a great episode. Um, if you haven't followed followed us on our Instagram account, Better Together with Maria, or on TikTok, uh, please do. It's a great hub for us and you to get your zhuzh every day. That's right. Um, and we're working every day to make it better, and we're open to suggestions because we're better together. So share with us what you guys want more of or less of, whatever it is. Uh, Patreon. If you haven't joined us at Patreon, 
we give you ad-free content, exclusive content, and these amazing workshops that we're doing with our incredible guests, world-renowned healers and gurus and experts at your fingertips. So you can actually have access to them. You can ask them questions. You can be a part of an intimate group that is working on themselves. So join us. If you click the link tree in my Instagram, either my personal Instagram at Maria Menunos or Better Together with Maria, it will easily take you there. So you just click, 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 and then you're in and then it's over. Um, so all of that aside, um, I made a little broccoli thing. Hmm. So I'm really trying to push myself into really focusing plant-based. And if I think about it, I grew up like that because my dad was diabetic and my parents are from a village and all they knew was to eat vegetables. They never ate meat growing up until they came to this country. (laughs) And so, um, well, they were poor. So having meat was expensive and that was like a privilege. And so um, I'm really focusing on trying to eat really, really less meat. I threw a package of bacon out the other day. I was so proud. I was like, bye, bacon. Mm-mm. She's, she was like, Kelsey, look. Yeah. Look. And I said, yes. Well, when you girl. start to see how many carcinogens are in these products, you start to realize I need to lessen them. Like they were talking about like the yolks of eggs are all just fat and whatever. And I was like, oh, I thought eggs were good for you. So anyway, um, I am, I'm just trying as much as I can. So anyway, long story short, I brought some of those uh, mini Brussels sprouts and Yogi Cameron, who's been on the show, had done this recipe with me on E! News once where it's Brussels sprouts, broccoli, rosemary, and mushroom. And you chop it all up and you cook it in the pan with a little olive oil, salt and pepper. And it's delicious, like super delicious. Mm -hmm. But it was like hurting going down. And now my stomach has settled a little bit. Maybe I'll have some ginger tea after. But it felt like really rough going down. And I remember last time we ate it, Mm -hmm. I had pain. So then I'm like, oh, gosh, what else am I going to eat? I can't eat eggplants. Those are nightshades. Mm. Right? Did nightshades affect you? Well, they're supposedly bad. Not necessarily. I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm not a doctor. But if they affect you, they affect you. I mean, there, there are doctors who preach tomatoes 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 and then there's others that say nightshades are awful well we had so you just have to listen to your body yeah we had dr gundry on and he talked about all the lectins and the yeah. car- but then you have the car oh, what is that stuff called car, car-, car- <laughs> i know it too i'm gonna look it up car- so i can say i don't know um you know so you so yeah. I, and tomatoes never really agreed with me anyway yeah. So I'm sitting here. I'm like, well, what the heck am I going to eat? Lettuce, <laughs> zucchinis, carrots, and celery for the rest of my life? That's how I feel. It's kind of frustrating. It's, very, it's like a rabbit diet. It is yeah. A rabbit diet. But then what happens when I go on the rabbit diet? Because I have, for my health, when I was really suffering from rashes, Yogi Cameron yep. was like, your body's running hot. Your work is hot. Your stress levels are hot. You need to cool everything down. And so the way I got rid of my rashes was I, I had the little rules on a piece of paper on the wall. It was like eat from the ground Mm -hmm. and what that means is only things that come from the ground like vegetables and fruits and things like that and only eat when you're hungry which is a very awkward thing and you start to realize when you do this that you really eat for satisfaction for fun for smell for taste because it looks good and so I kind of felt like I was 
um, it was really, really challenging in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Only eat when you're hungry and eat what you need in that moment. So I would have like a couple blueberries and I'm like, okay, if I'm gonna be honest with myself, I'm fine. And then later be like, hmm, I'll have some sweet potato and I'd have like a half a sweet potato and I was fine. But what happens is if you really listen to your stomach, you don't need a lot. And if you're only eating from the ground and eating when you're hungry and you're eating so clean, you have boundless energy. So I was like bouncing off the walls with all this energy. And I would have thought it was the opposite because I wasn't getting my protein and I wasn't getting all the stuff and carbohydrates and whatever. And so I felt better and I got better. And the rashes eventually went away between that and this, um, the powder from the trees in India, I'm having um, hmm. a slight brain fart right now, trying to remember what that tree powder is called. Uh, Neem? No. Mm, it'll come to me. Anyway, I used some of that on my body with some water and then all of it went away. But yeah, I have problem, some, Jeff. is it sandalwood powder? Thank you. That's what it's there called. There we go, like, Jeff. Um, it's partly to the inflammation, I think, too. I mean, yeah. I my office used to always make fun of me because I'm like, I know I need to develop a healthier relationship with food because um, I tend to like do like fad diets every three months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like mm-hmm. Whole30 is the one that's like a big fad diet in LA. What's that? Um, where all you do is just eat. It's basically paleo, but um, you can eat as much as you want. But the rules are, like you said, eat when you're hungry and eat what's on the list. And I think not only would I lose weight, but I would just be less inflamed. Like, I think that's part of it, too. Well, so in that documentary I watched, what the what the hell with the health, they said paleo diets are really, really bad. Oh, are they? Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. I feel like everything's bad. You know, it's I mean, I've really been going through this. for. It is overwhelming. I've had so many stomach issues my whole life. I've seen every doctor under the sun who's been like do this the next one's like do this i've seen a naturopath who's like do this i've seen you know whatever and it's like oh my god so you really just have to listen to you like i know meat hasn't agreed with me when you're on the go 24 7 like me guys finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity (laughs) and that's exactly what my friends at macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials it's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first-time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. Really ever, which is kind of why I cut it out. And then if I do it, I don't feel well, you know, but some people need it. Like you've yeah. talked about you're iron deficient you need it so it's all i feel like it's really all about listening to your gut and yeah like you said jeff with inflammation if you're eating processed crap you're going to be inflamed i know everyone is i woke up this morning and i was having like a little anxiety over all of it because i was like yeah oh gosh if we don't do it all right i don't i don't want to get sick like if we don't do things right a lot we're going to get sick 
And then I'm like, I don't want to get sick. Oh, my God. And I was just like starting to have like anxiety over it. It's very, very overwhelming. Super overwhelming. Trying to stay healthy. This is it's so crazy because you can you hear all the time of the people who did everything right and then they still got sick. And it's so frustrating. Right. Um, Because you don't know what's right. We talked about this. Yes. A couple days ago. Mm -hmm. It was like. You don't, that's why I'm like such an advocate for like, listen to your body. And you, like we all know, Mm -hmm. eat from the ground. Yes, that applies to everyone. I think that that's a great rule of thumb. But if something agrees with you, great. If something doesn't, great. You just, you gotta listen to you. And take little pieces, I think. Definitely. But it is, it's very overwhelming. Because these people, these doctors with like degrees can say completely different things it's yeah. wild yeah it's well, wild they're still people and they still have opinions right and so right? hey hill squad and better together fam it's been a tough year but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better and it makes us feel so good our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content and a lot of you guys ask how can i have a bigger role in our heal squad community or how can i do my part to help better together continue to uplift even more people first of all thank you for that sentiment and we're so grateful for this community if you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on apple podcasts that's amazing second you could join the better together with maria menuno's facebook group and instagram page third you could share the show with a friend in need and finally for as little as ten dollars a month please join our patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers ad free episodes of our show and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to patreon Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. And yeah, I know that when I quit meat for a year, I got super anemic. And so I had to reintroduce meat in and then I quit for another year and then got super anemic. And then I just threw my hands in the air. But the problem I'm realizing is that when you go plant-based, you need to eat so much more and fully raw Christina was an early episode in this podcast if you go back to it she was you know on the raw diet or whatever Mm -hmm. but if you think about it it's just plant-based right yeah and she had to eat like 50 heads of lettuce to get the amount of nutrition she needed Mm -hmm. and it just seems so arduous and I was like oh man but she's gonna be really healthy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe, yeah, and maybe for her. And, you know, and yeah. by doing that, she's getting the iron she needs, right? Like when you look at mm-hmm. when you look at it like that, it's like, okay, I just have to eat an abundance of fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. think of things in the three meals a day, you know, through that lens that we grew up with, like yep. three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and a snack. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. Somebody created that based on the system they were selling us, which, you know, includes all these things in there that have now been contaminated in such a deep way. Yeah. So I'm trying. It's crazy. But it really it's is gonna crazy. be really hard, guys. I did think of this this morning too. How am I going to really say no to potato skins in life? Ooh, That's and the apple challenge. Cider donut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then and so for me, if I don't fully quit I can't quit. Okay, because I was going to say. what's you, I can't be uh, moderation. I'm a little more extreme about things like that. So, like, I have I not touched too. chicken in years mm-hmm. since my Tony first Tony Robbins seminar. Mm-hmm. That's when I quit meat. Wow. And so I don't eat chicken. Yeah. And I think that's why my thyroid 
shrunk. My like nodule on my thyroid significantly shrunk last year. And I was like, well, that's random. Where did that come from? Why did that happen? Now I think about it. I'm like, oh, well, that's probably a big source of hormones that are just now not in my body. Yeah, And yeah. that's a good thing. So it's kind of wild. Crazy. It is wild. So, so now my dilemma is I'm trying to eat vegetables, but I'm like, I can't eat eggplants. I can't eat tomatoes. I'm not a big cucumber fan. So now, and peppers do not agree with me, Mm. right? Can't have jalapenos anymore, anything spicy. So I'm down to different forms of lettuce, celery, carrots, cabbage. No Brussels sprouts, no kale. No, I love kale. That's, that's lettuce to me. Mm. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the Brussels yeah. sprouts were a little rough. I don't know. I feel okay right now, though. Yeah. But just when they were first going down, I was well, like, Well, and Brussels and broccoli are both, and that's what I was telling you, it's like those are both two of the m- most difficult things for your body to digest. So yeah. doing them together, it's like they're a certain, they're in the same family of, I forget the name. Cruciferous? But, yeah. Or, well, no, that's... That's, I think that's right. I'll look it up. Something like Maybe. But they're in the same family to where, and cauliflower too. So yeah. yeah. I have to start making, I'm going to really focus on listening to my dad's instructions, which you guys know I'm not really big on instructions, <laughs> um, to make his soups because yes. we just need to make his chickpea couple, soup. Yeah. A couple pots of some soups and keep them in the fridge and then, and the freezer and we'll be good. We'll never be hungry here. Your dad and my mom, my mom makes the best stew. Oh, stew's my favorite mm. food. After sweet potatoes. But, but what's in stew? Anything you want. Oh. It's just thicker than a soup. I think a stew and I think of just meat. No, 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 no. You can do veggie stew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just got to make... Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. So you make your mom's soup. I'll make my dad's soup. We'll see whose is better. I make Not a killer... <laughs> I make a killer sweet potato uh, chili, too. Oh, yeah. She keeps talking about all these things she makes, and then... I never see them. I'm like the I'm like the angry <laughs> wife over here who's like my husband won't cook for me. <laughs> here's, Jeff, here's my dilemma, and I told her this the other day. For me, like I'll make it for me, and I think it's fine. I'm totally fine with it. When it, for others, I'm so scared, especially Maria, who's like a food intuitive, loves her. I'm like, Mm-mm, and no. I'm very blunt. I'll be like, and this she sucks. <laughs> so like when it, the last time I made the Brussels sprout thing, she ate it, and then no, it, was it was good actually. But then the next day, she was like, "Don't be afraid to use the oil." Oh yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "No, that was for the it. salad, I think." Something. No, because but... people are scared, and I know because and I used I to be too. like pouring olive oil on your salad. Like I used to be so careful, and then my dad, I watched him, and he'd pour it on, he'd pour on the vinegar and all the. And I was like, oh my gosh, but his salads always tasted yeah. so much better. Might have yeah. been, they've been better now mm-hmm. after you told me that. Yep. But I'll make That's it. I love cooking though, is because I'm not very precious about it. I love to cook. Mm-hmm. I find it very relaxing, but I don't mind if people don't like it. Like I'll be the first one to be like, nah, I screwed it up. Like this isn't right. Yeah. So for me, it's a very relaxing, creative pursuit mm-hmm. that I'm not too attached to, which is why it's one of my favorite things. Oh, I'm attached. Interesting. It has to be amazing. Yeah. See, and that's why I won't cook for no, her, Jeff. I have really high food <laughs> standards. And oh so God. like that fish taco last night, oh, the fish was too fried Mine and the, good the oil was fried like old probably but the the things inside yeah. and the tortilla was good and yeah. the fries were really good i was really hungry jeff all we had was like a kale salad earlier in the day so i was starving yeah anyhow let's shift gears from food yay 
to September letters, guys. Brittany Snow and Jasper Guest are celebrated leaders in their industries. Brittany, of course, is one of TV and film's most recognizable faces for decades. And Jasper has a highly, maybe not decades, guys, like this intro. Like, what is she, 50 years old? Um, well, try, you know, guiding light. It's been a couple decades. What the hell have I missed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading Jeff's intro for you, Brittany, and it's like, She's one of TV and film's most recognizable faces for decades. Now, yes, you've been on the planet for three decades and you have been acting for those three decades. Hey, she agreed with it. But it felt like I was talking about like a 50 or a 60 year old. Hilarious. (laughs) I'm crying laughing. Anyhow, and Jasper is a highly influential creative consultant and entrepreneur. And together they co-founded a mental health initiative called September Letters, dedicated to creating a platform for real people to tell stories about mental health. Today, they're gonna share some of the most powerful tools that they have used on their journeys and within their own struggles and victories with mental health. So ladies, thanks for joining. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Of course. For everybody who is listening, I mean, I am obsessed with September Letters. I think this was such a great idea. Why don't you bring everyone up to speed on each of your journeys to September Letters, like the why of it all? And what it is. First, what it is, and then the why. Go ahead. Sorry. Right. So, um, yeah, September Letters is a mental health awareness and letter writing experience. And what we found, not only through our personal experience, but also through research, that writing down your your thoughts and your and your issues and your story and getting really clear about why you're writing the story to help someone else, to help yourself, it's a really therapeutic experience and um, something that we found is very healing, not only for us, but what it seems like for other people. And for me personally, this um, kind of came about because um, I've always been an advocate of mental health and it's been a huge part of my life. Um, When I was a teenager, I found an article in a magazine and it was this woman who was going through this struggle, but she'd recovered from a mental health issue. And at the time, I didn't even know what I was going through. I thought I was very strange. I did weird things with my mind and with food, but I wasn't sure what it was exactly because I didn't. It was also like, you know, during AOL, there wasn't really like internet searches that I was doing on this. But I read in this magazine article that this woman had overcome um, these mental health issues. And for the first time I saw myself in someone else's words. And I carried around that article in my back pocket for months to make me realize that I wasn't crazy and there was someone else who was going through the same thing. Cut to many years later, I recovered from this thing and wrote my own article in People Magazine and came out with an article. And I was at a coffee shop one day and a girl came up to me and she was carrying my article that I had written in her back pocket. And we both cried and freaked out. And it was this full circle moment where I realized I was just trying to do the same thing that this woman who I had never met done for me had done for me. And by doing that, I created this circle pay it forward effect, which had some sort of effect on someone's hope and and recovery. And and that's where I wanted to do something with September letters, the idea that there is hope and because of your... All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. For struggle, you can help someone else so cool and how did you and jasper connect on this oh so um <laughs> i was like jasper do you want to take it no i'll just keep going um uh, <laughs> so i i actually worked a lot with mental health for a long time and it's um i've been in different in, in um in relationship with other mental health organizations and it was kind of come to this this part where where jasper and i become friends and i kept telling her i wanted to do something with this idea and I didn't really know what to do, except that I knew that sharing stories was really an important tool. So I came to her with this idea and I said, I don't know what I want to call it. I don't know what to do. And she kind of took it and ran with it because that's her deal. She's a boss. And she was like, this is what we're going to do. And she put, we played around with a bunch of names. And I was very clear on, on the message that I wanted to get out there, but I didn't know how. Mm-hmm. And Jasper, since she's you know, so great. And also a friend of mine really made it, made it happen. That's so cool. I, you know, to that point, I think it was also just really fun to see Brittany have such a, I mean, she had a very clear vision. She knew what she wanted to do. And, and this idea of community was kind of the center nucleus of everything that we did. It was always about like relating back to community, which is really hard to build a community A and B. It's, a scary thing to do online, but the, you know, the website is very interactive. And that was one of her like number one visions from the beginning was like, how do we make a community and how do we make it not triggering? Like the care that Mm. she put in, like we have so many calls every day and every day it's always like, is this triggering? We don't want anything to be triggering. Is this inclusive? Like the care and passion behind that. And that's been such a, she's been an advocate of mental health for so long has been really inspiring to, to not only watch, but be part of. So cool. So when you um, when you meet other people, do you feel like you have an instant kinship with someone who's gone through a similar journey? Completely. And, you know, I feel like that um, that meeting of that girl who was carrying around her that the article that I had written and she was carrying it around in her pocket. I had no idea what her individual story was or that unique circumstance. But there was an understanding that we definitely knew each other and that we we had some sort of kinship and that I didn't need to know the specifics necessarily I just knew that we had gone through similar things and there's a connection there and mm-hmm. I think that connection is the inclusive inclusive inclusivity that I wanted for September letters in terms of making sure that we all know that we're united and and better together, if mm-hmm. you will, um, because that is oh, really But it really goes to show that we are so much more powerful when we do things in a unit. In a unit, and so I think that 
meeting that girl was kind of the beginning of that idea for me where I was like we just knew each other and had no idea who each other were yeah I have the same feeling when I meet people who are on their journey with their brain tumors I'm like I got you I I know Mm -hmm. where you're at I know how you're feeling and so um that's why I ask because I feel like you know what I've dealt with it's like such a small community but mental health is such a massive community right it's all of us we're all dealing with it in varying levels varying degrees and um and in various ways and during COVID my god I mean this is you know um this has definitely been uh probably even more challenging so I wonder how um you know Jasper did you deal with um personal struggles that kind of got you involved in all of this and then I'll go over to you. Well, I have had this desire from my earliest memory which was you know when I was two to help and I really feel like you know our duty as humans is somehow to give back in a way that we can't gain from you know in in a way we're all inherently a little bit selfish and I've always had this desire to just really truly help people and in no way is it going to directly help me you know and I think that as a human, I think in your lifetime, you should try to help at least one person. And I think everyone on this call has, has helped multiple people, but there are a lot of people who feel like they don't. And I think I would encourage them to try to do that. And I had a very different um, upbringing. My September letter is about my physical struggles. I had a lot of um, hearing problems as a kid. I'd lose my hearing, I'd get it back. And the struggles of just being so different with that and and understanding physical pain so early on um, and not being a normal kid, like not being able to swim, not be able to take a shower normally, just like normal things that I wasn't able to participate in. Um, And then as I became an adult, I got really involved in charitable organizations and helping and, and kind of giving back. And Brittany and I have bonded over like our shared passion for hypnotherapy and how that's helped us on our own personal journeys. And I'm a big believer in the metaphysical <laughs> and mm-hmm. all of those different things. So my my journey for mental health was really, you know, more of a physical one and, and learning to be in a human body and having a spirit and having that whole combination and being an empath, but um, also just trying to help and give back. And then I think as you get involved in the world, everyone has some sort of mental health struggle because it's difficult to be a human on the planet right now. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like what tools do you utilize to help you get through? And I definitely have a toolbox that I default to. So my story is a little bit different than Brittany's, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's all the same because we're all struggling, like you said, in mental health, which is this, you know, enormous community, which I think arguably could be every single person on the planet at this point. Yeah. I wonder... Do you both identify as empaths? I do. Yeah. Definitely. So you have to listen. And Jasper, you probably know Judith Orloff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you both Mm -hmm. know of her? Yeah. Surviving as an empath or thriving as an empath is her book. So we did, um, I think, two different episodes with her. It was mind-blowing. I mean, talk about tools. She has so many incredible tools. And I also wonder, Jasper... Um, I don't know how deep you want to go into it, so it's totally up to you. But, you know, with your ear, I wonder, so that's got to be neurological. It's got to be like your trigeminal nerve or something in there that's impacted, right? So I uh, would get a sinus infection and then it would go into my ear canal and 
scientifically they were too small to drain and so it would get backed up and i would like legitimately lose my hearing Mm. so i would lose a sense and this was like a cycle i mean from two i mean two to really now i've been battling this situation and I would get ear tubes and then my hearing would come back. I would burst my eardrums, which I don't recommend. I've done it multiple times on both ears. And it came to a point where it was like, you know, you're pretty young to be having this many years of surgeries and whatever. Um, We don't want you to lose your hearing. So, you know, permanently. But there were a couple of weeks in my life that I just couldn't hear. And, you know, losing that kind of sensation. But the, the metaphysical explanation of that was like, well, are you trying to not listen to something? Are you trying to close off to something? You know, the, the scientific Western example was like, we think it's stress, which I really resisted when I was younger. I was like, honestly, don't tell me it's stress, like that I'm causing this, like what is stressing me out? I don't even know. And it yeah. took me a really long time. I would say until like maybe six or seven years ago when I was actually in LA for, for work and I, lost my hearing and I had to go through meetings and I actually got to a point where I wouldn't tell people I lost my hearing because it became this thing where, you know, people were just like, I don't think people believed it. And I didn't want to become a burden. I didn't want to cancel my meeting. So I would just go and like, you know, read lips and just kind of get through it. Cause it sounds like you're kind of underwater, you know? And I remember calling my ENT and he's like, you better figure out a way to get back to New York because you really can't get on a plane. You're going to burst your eardrums. And I've done that before. And it's, not an enjoyable experience. So that was really when I was like, I got to do whatever I can do to like function as a human. And I changed my diet. I got, you know, even like more energy healings Mm -hmm. and that really, the change of the diet, the adding of the supplements, which I was already kind of psycho organic and all these different kinds of things, but really radically changing it really helped me get better. Um, and allowed me to have my hearing and and now when I get sick it doesn't get into these cataclysmic I go to the hospital I'm on oxygen I can't breathe I can't hear kind of thing um and so I think it was a combination of like spiritually cleansing whatever was happening and also like physically you know you are what you eat I'm a big believer in that you know you are what you put in your body you can't you can't eat enough broccoli on the planet to substitute like a pill, you know, a vitamin, a supplement. So I take an enormous amount of supplements. I eat very strangely. Um, and that finally helped me regain a sense that I, I need, you know, I really, but I think that experience really helped me understand physical pain as I'm sure you I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. You can understand. Yeah. 
um, and being able to relate to people on a different level, especially when you go through that so young, you know, and you mm -hmm. don't really know anything else. It's a, it's a bizarre kind of experience to have. Wow. That's definitely a journey. I have so much to tell you off the air about. I can't wait. Like, I don't want to like dominate the whole interview because I feel like there's, there's so many things in there, but, um, but you know, if we look at kind of mental health right now in COVID, you know, you guys, you didn't know you were going to launch this right now. Like it got launched in the middle of this, right? Or in the beginning? Yeah, it was, it was not supposed, it was supposed to be, we've been working on this for a year now. And so it was supposed to be, I think in, um, well, we tried it a couple of times and we weren't ready and I kept pushing it. And then we finally said, well, we should launch it in September, but we had no idea that COVID was going to happen back in March, yeah. obviously. I mean, just before it started. Well, it was obviously timed perfectly. And so what are you seeing from people right now? And and what surprised you? Because you had a minute before COVID and then you have mm -hmm. COVID. What has shifted? What have you guys seen? Have you seen any shift? I think the thing that surprises me the most is the amount of honesty and vulnerability that people show in their letters and how much it's a needed source and tool for them because these letters are beautiful and they're so well written and there's some that have poetry and and random musings but there's a little there's so much honesty to it but there's always a sense of hope and that has been surprising because this is a really tough time for a lot of people right now and and you would understand and 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 sympathize with a lot of people not knowing what to do and not knowing where to turn but at the end of every letter there's a lot of almost sharing of advice and um, and tools and hope there and i think that is our human instinct to want to help others and also to look you know for the hope in the situation even when it doesn't feel hopeful um and i think that that's been really beautiful to see yeah how has your journey through covid been in that in that arena of mental health reading the letters is a super important thing for me to do because it reminds me that i'm not alone because just like everyone else during this time i've had a really interesting struggle with this so much of my identity because i've been a child actor and i've grown up in this business is so performance based and if i I need to do something. I need to go change something or work on something or create something. And a lot of times, especially in the first couple of months, there wasn't that ability to, to go out and do anything. So I read a lot of books and I um, wrote a bunch of things and, and did that. But it was really that sinking into understanding that what you do doesn't make up who you are. And that's that's difficult for me since I've I've been trained like a little child actor monkey to to feel like I have to perform in order to get anywhere. And that's not necessarily true. I think that's what a lot of people are learning right now is it's okay to rest. It's okay to feel these feelings and know that you're okay just as you are without having to be anything. Yeah, but that's hard. How do you get there, right? Like I have ebbs and flows and moments where I feel like, oh, hey, yes, like I'm doing it. And then I'm like, oh, shit, no, I'm so down yeah. and I'm not and so yeah. you know how do you how do you get to that I have a toolbox as well just like Jasper said that really helps hypnotherapy really helps me as well um, it's the rewiring of my brain sometimes because I feel like a lot of the things I tell myself are just stories that have 
have over time kind of become confabulations of, of how I really view the world, but it's not necessarily true because it's just how I viewed it. But it's from a different perspective, you can understand that it's perhaps different. And I feel like hypnotherapy gives you that way of understanding it from a different point of view, which breaks the breaks the story a little bit and says, well, it could also be this way. And that other way perhaps is more positive. Um, I read a lot of spiritual books, but also other books. I kind of immerse myself in podcasts and listening to other people who I really look up to, whether it's an entertainer or someone, you know, who's a healer or even who like does things in nature and listening to their struggles and how they've go gone through things is very helpful because it makes me feel like, okay, not all of us have it all figured out. I want to know what each of you are reading, listening to, like, where are your people? Who are your people that are guiding you through this journey? Because that's always helpful for people because, you know, then they can kind of utilize those, those experts and, and acquire those tools. I've been on a Marianne Williamson kick right now. Um, obviously she's such a profound teacher and everyone knows about her, but for some reason, the the topic of love and giving during this time when a lot of people are scared and wanting to like, no, it's mine. Like I need all the toilet paper. Like, ah, like, you know, everyone's freaked out. Mm. There's a saying that she has that, you know, I'm gonna butcher this, but um, only what you're not giving is what you could be lacking. I, I messed that up. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. She said that on our show, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So she says that all the time. And I was listening to it a couple of days ago and thinking, it's so true. I mean, we have to give things away in order to get them back. And especially now, I feel like people are, are really basing a lot of things off of fear. And, and I just I just love her her way of going about things and and how you can match energy to to the universe by opening up your heart and by loving other people and not being so fearful. Okay, Marion Williamson, anybody else? Uh, I, I don't know, I, I've, I'm so Gemini. I listen to so, so many different Wait, things. Wait, you're a Gemini too? So yes. Oh, that's hilarious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, um, I also try, I mean, Lee Harris, I'm obsessed with. He has this amazing energy report at the top of the month, every every month, Who and he just kind of just like lays it out in a very, you know, easy way. Um, I mean, I, I'm into astrology. I, I'm all over the place, uh, obviously, but, you know, I also think it's important for people to find someone that doesn't give them everything because a lot of people don't know what to do with that. You know, when it's almost too much, it's, it can be overwhelming. So I think, you know, I'm trying to think of, like, I, I really love Lee Harris. I obviously read Astrology Zone every month. Um, and I also just try to tune out a little bit, especially when the frequency is so high octane right now. I feel like sometimes too many downloads from too many sources is a little bit overwhelming to my brain. And I just try to skate around and see what I just pick up on my own. Is that what's happening right now? Are we in like a high frequency? Cause I'm feeling okay. shit. Like literally, <laughs> literally shit. Jasper texted me. Jasper texted me the other day and said, if you are not ready for October, it will, what'd you say, Jasper? Like steamroll you, something like that. And I was like, I mean, oh. you know, obviously I, sp I speak to a lot of people all the time. Susan Miller's a client, also a dear friend. And, you know, it's the toughest month of 2020, which I think is saying something. 
Um, really? Which I think a lot of empaths are feeling it, right? Like, it's I, not, I, it, I it, am. Really, like, hysterical. She's like, here yeah, it goes. Here it it's so interesting to do a, to run a business with you because like she'll send me text messages. She's like, we shouldn't sign this contract. We shouldn't have this call. Um, don't hold off on this text message because we need to get through this. And I'm like, what, I, what do we do? <laughs> like, so many things all the time. It's amazing. It's so the truth. I mean, you know, I mean, listen, if you're gonna believe in, I mean, I really, my life is very guided by metaphysical. Because for me, it gives some, it makes it legit. Otherwise we're all suffering and it's like, why are we suffering? What's going on? Like there's an actual reason for why something's happening. Yeah. And if, you know, you look at the ancient ways, everyone had an astrologer, kings and queens were like, yo, when do we go to war? Oh, this is when we do it, great. It was like Hamilton, you know, it was like a really like, this is how we do it. And now we're all just like kind of freestyling through life. Yeah. And there's a reason why millennials are defaulting to astrology and crystals and, and all these modalities rather than religion, because it's giving people a purpose mm. for the craziness that's happening in this world. Otherwise, I don't know if I could really function on a day-to-day -day basis because it's so wild. And when you are an empath, you're picking up I'm always like, am I picking up anxiety or do I have anxiety? Is it her anxiety? Is it, I mean, whose anxiety is this? I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, it's funny to be in like a, a relationship with Jasper all the time because I come from such like a spiritual, um, like therapeutic and like psychology. I, I like love psychology. And so I'm like, but don't you think this is your way of controlling situation? Like, you know, whatever. And then she goes, no, the moon is blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. Really September letters is a full, full thing of like everything that you would ever Launched on a good date is really important. You know, I as a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. I got Susan Miller in my mind. Any meeting that Susan Miller takes, like... I have to check if the moon is void, what sign the moon is in, where we are in like different retrogrades. So like that, after 10 years of working with her and seeing that it works, I now can't really do anything, you know, like so in my funny. own life. And sometimes I feel silly, but I'm like, this is really how I feel, you know? And I just, I'm like, Brittany, don't sign that. We have to wait. You know? <laughs> now I just tell people like, listen, Mars is retrograde. Mercury is retrograde. Like it's not a good month. Like I'll talk to you in November. Oh and my saving, God. you know what Susan Miller says? It's saving not only me, but it's also saving you. Mm. Like, why do we both want to go through this? And it's going to be a nightmare when we can just skip that step. But it's always in retrograde. That's the problem. Every time I turn around, people right. are like, Mars yeah. is in retrograde or whatever's in retrograde. I'm like, well, when is it going to be good, guys? Like, when, you know what I mean? I know. I want to have an astrology reading where it's like, there's no 
retrograde or Saturn on the moon or backwards, whatever. Like, it's just like a really good day. Like, and there's no weird energy. That's the day I want to live on. (laughs) Seriously. Well, I will say just the last few days have felt really, really unsettling for me. And I'm like lost. And I keep calling my husband. I'm like, honey, I need help. I need guidance. I I don't know what's happening. Like, I was so fine, so great. And then you're like, wait, what? Why am I feeling lot like lost, which is so weird and bump, heavy, you know? And I think don't give into it, really, you know. And and also, it, it's going to be better, you know. And, and really, what everyone's been saying. Oh yeah, November's going to be amazing. I can see it now, guys. November's going to be <laughs> awesome, especially <laughs> November third. <laughs> yeah, nothing crazy is going to happen at all. But if you've done the work, then you're not going to have to go through all these heavy things. Yeah, October. yeah. Not, I mean, you clearly have done the work. You know, I've so done a lot really of work, but there's still there's so much a lot to do. Of people who don't who go like this. I don't hear you. I don't see you. It's not happening. I'm not doing the work. And then, you know, ultimately, the universe doesn't let anyone get out of anything. So, okay, when is retrograde gonna... over? What? When is retrograde over? So, oh, shit. Mars is retrograde. That's over mid-November, and then Mercury's about to go into retrograde, which honestly doesn't bother me. I like Mercury retrograde. Right. Things come back. It's a great time to revisit anything with re, re. So okay. revisit, you know, it's it's a fine, it's a fine time. Okay. All right. Um, so there's a reason why you feel like weird, you know? Yeah. Well, now it makes a lot more sense. I want to read one of the September letters, um, if you guys are cool with that, just so people yeah. can kind of get an idea of what. So these letters are submitted on the website by people. They're either, I love the handwritten. I think that's such a great like touch. You can either handwrite, take a photo and submit it, or you can, you know, type it out. But here is one that we loved. Bad days happen. When you're having a rough day, remind yourself that you didn't come this far to only come this far. You will keep moving forward because you are not perfect. Without imperfection, neither you nor I would be here. What an empty place this world would be without the uniqueness of you. Stay positive even on the bad days. Talk to yourself as you would talk to someone you care about. Such a good one. Take a breath. Your illness does not define you. Your mental health does not define you. Your struggles do not define you. Your courage is what defines you. If you have the courage to make it through a lonely night with nothing but the biting of your innermost thoughts, you have the courage to make it through anything. No matter how much the bad days hurt, someday you will look back and know you have been changed for the better, to be present, to help, to love. But in the bad days, remind yourself that you did the best you could today, and that is enough. Somebody we do not know wrote that, and I mean, it's like, wow. So be able to be witness to that is is really cool. It gives us chills all the time. Yeah. The people are willing to put that out there. I think it's so great what you guys are doing, and I think, um, you know, we need we need so much more of this and it's it must be so nice to have this in your life Brittany where you know our industry can be very overwhelming and very like all-encompassing so how does it feel for you to kind of have something like this to funnel energy into um I hope you guys don't hear that my next door neighbors are now gardening um uh it 
I think our business is, it's a tricky business because there's so much creativity and selflessness in terms of giving, you know, your, your art and whatever, and for lack of a better word, or it being lame, your craft. Um, but it's also a hugely self-seeking because you're, you're selling yourself, you're working on yourself, you're, you're thinking about how to better yourself in terms of, of how you're or seen or, or put out there. And I think something like this is, is hugely beneficial for my psyche and for my mental health because it makes the world so much bigger and it makes what we do so small. I mean, there's so many occupations and lives out there that go through so much. And, and really the, this entertainment business is not the end all be all. We're not, you know, we're not curing cancer. We're, we're not doing, we're, we're just helping people and we're helping people by by escapism and, and making them believe in a different world. But we have to give back or else it's just all about us. And so it's I think it's hugely important for yeah. me. I wonder, one of the questions we were talking about before the show that we were all curious about is, what is it like being an actress in COVID? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's very, it's strange for me. I don't know about anyone else because the way that I get my, I always say this to my husband is a surfer and he to get his like high to get him on the level of being checked out and just one with the world he goes surfing and you can do that in COVID because you're not around anybody you're just in the water my medium of of feeling connected to something it requires a lot of people to have it set up it's a cohesive machine and so I can't really do it in that way and I mean I could put on a monologue for my dog and just act in my house but no one's gonna that's gonna be crazy and I'll seem insane um although the video you had was really cute when you were reading things out loud I think you could totally do it but go ahead um yeah so you have to find these like creative outlets I think and and realize that it's you know it's all coming it's all happening and it's just a it's just a reset it's a reset for all of us to find out what's really important And maybe on a macro view, we needed this time in order to reevaluate. Yeah, that's that's actually something we talk about all the time. So when you look at this period, because it's been almost the entire year, what do you feel like you've learned about yourself and... And even, you know, you're newly married, your, your relationship with your husband, like what have you guys learned in this time? Oh gosh, so much. Um, m- more, most, um, more than anything, I feel that having a partner, and it doesn't necessarily have to be your husband, but I feel like a best friend or, or someone like that who really understands you in a way that you don't have to do anything or be anything. You can just be yourself and it's unconditional, I think is hugely important right now because because some there's some days when I don't do anything. I just want to cry all day. And then, and having somebody saying, you know, that's okay, is 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 huge. And I don't take that for granted. Um, and I think also what I've what I've learned about myself is that there's ways to feel good about myself and create things that have nothing to do with with other people. I can do something by myself, and that alone time sometimes is scary, but it's also the times when I feel the the strongest because I've done something that no one else will see. It was just for me, journaling, taking photographs, something like that that just fuels my soul. And it doesn't have to be shown to anyone. 
And I think that's been really instrumental into my healing right now. I love that. Um, speaking of doing creative things, can we roll the video of her dog telling yeah, us about September can. letters? You bet we can. Um, your you dog, Billy, has his, <laughs> by the way, Billy has his own Instagram. We're going to put that in the summary of the show because he's oh worth God. a follow. I followed him. So watch this, really? you guys. <laughs> That's so great. She, so it's a girl, but oh. she, it's, her name is Billy because I think she's kind of androgynous anyway. And I love that about her. Like, we don't know. <laughs> oh my God. I died. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you wouldn't be able to tell it's a girl. She, she except her voice. Which, <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, watch this, everybody. Okay, we're ready. Here we go. Oh god! Wait, why am I popping up there? Oh, oh subscribe, rate, and comment, everybody. Perfect. Hilarious. <laughs> that was so random. That's it. And I was very scared, but I found that it only made me stronger. I hope other puppies may hear my story and find that they too can get through a hard time. I know. I'm going to write a September letter. First, I go to the website, septemberletters.com. I look at the beautiful website. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Wow. <laughs> if I'm feeling down, I go to the resources page to get help. I go to the letters page and I read other letters to get inspired. I go to the write a letter page. I read the terms and conditions. I click that I've read the terms and conditions. I'm not a liar. I don't mind being known, so I don't click the anonymous box. I write my letter. Wow, I feel so much better. Or I take a pen to paper and handwrite my letter, and then I take a picture of it. There, I'm all done, and I feel so much better. I try to focus on the positive, and I try to focus on hope, knowing that if I share my story and I remain hopeful, then I can help other puppies as well. Bye. Oh Bye, Billy. <laughs> Billy is everything. And Billy's starting again. <laughs> I love Billy. Billy's so cute. So you rescue Billy. Billy was found in a box because you might have clipped that part out. She um, was found on the side of the road in a box 10 years ago. Her middle name is actually September. So it's very fitting um, that because September is my favorite month. And so, um, yeah, she's she's a little hope dog as well so freaking cute um i have to ask what has been your favorite on-set experience of everything you've done oh smoke alarm needs a battery oh no that is the worst timing <laughs> ever um interesting what am i gonna do i'm gonna have to problem solve here what am i gonna do um, I'm gonna have to move to another room, I guess. Oh no, you're fine. Uh, Don't worry. It's it takes it goes off yeah, like every so often. We'll all survive. Yeah. Um, also, it's like there's no way that I'm gonna be able to reach it. I'm gonna have to get one of those ladders that you have to rent or something. Um, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite experience probably. Well, there's there's different ones for different for different reasons, I guess. But the Pitch Perfect one movie is where I made a lot of my best friends. Um, some of which were even in my wedding. And so that time was a beautiful time for me because I created such strong friendships. But um, I don't know. Uh, it was really fun to play. I know this is going to sound, actually, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to talk about that. Do it. Not in no, it's it's probably not a good time to bring that up. Um, oh, okay. I, I was going to say something. It was, I played a Nazi on Nip Tuck and I was going to say that that was fun, but probably not the time to bring that up. Um, <laughs> Um, because yeah, uh, but 
Also, I was in a um, a tiny independent move call, uh, movie called Vicious Kind, and that was pretty fun as well because I got to play a character very similar to me. So that was nice. Brittany, you were my favorite in Hairspray, just so you know. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that was fun. That was what a, I mean, six months of getting to hang out with all those legends was not bad. So good. It was not bad at all. Um, and I also have to finish up by asking I mean I'm celebrating my wedding anniversary that was this week um and you guys had this wedding in COVID right well we didn't know it was going to be COVID we were it was March 14th was our wedding day the shutdown happened on March 15th oh, and you know that week my birthday was on March 9th and I remember my birthday everything was kind of fine I mean people were were out I remember having like a little party and there wasn't even any rules in place yet so we got a call on March 11th that we should cancel the wedding and we tried to and it wasn't I mean if we would have canceled it we would have lost so much money so we just downsized so much we had a very very small wedding and um, we kind of did it not knowing or not thinking that anything was going to be what it was. And then the shutdown happened the very next day. So we made it. We lucked out. You snuck one uh, by the goalie. You find, you got it in. I guess so. And then, of course, the guilt that happened the month after of just... Why? Cause I, because I didn't know it was going to be that bad. You know, well, I, Nobody I did. That, so you can't yeah, look back I, and be guilty. Well, people were like, why would you, you know, have a wedding then? I was like, I did not think this was going to be this, you know, I just, um, but luckily no one from the wedding, the, the 60 people that were there, no one got sick. Oh, well, you looked beautiful. The dresses were gorgeous. Thank it you. looked amazing. I'm, I'm glad that you got to have it before and do not feel guilty. No one in the whole world knew that this was going to be what it is. It took a long time for all of that to sink in, I think, for everybody. Definitely. Yeah, it was it made me feel very, very grateful. That's for sure. Jasper, what is something that people don't know about Brittany that you have the privilege of knowing since you are working so closely with her? Um, I mean, I, you know, I think one of the things that I, I always say is that she is such an advocate of mental health. I don't think people really realize like how involved she is in the trenches and and really her like, I mean, literally every day we speak a lot every day through text or call or whatever. And she's always just thinking about the community and how to make it better. You know, like always, how can we improve it? And, and she's just like a little like mermaid fairy warrior, like just like, you know, trying to make it like right which you know a lot of people are not you know putting the it's it's a lot of work and it's a, mm -hmm. it's a huge fight so i always advocate that on her behalf and when she's like literally right there on a video call and she's like i'm here i'm like i know but i have to like play this role of like protective big friend um and i think that's really the thing is like her passion and fire to to break the stigma of mental health and she's been in this space for so long and really has been one of the people getting the conversation to where we are today. I mean, how amazing that we're able to have this open dialogue in a way that is not like whispered or in a back hallway. It's like very public, you know? And mm -hmm. I'm always so in awe of her, of her strength for, for just doing that so many years ago and continuing that fight because 
it's not that easy on a day-to-day basis. No, not at all. And it, and it's interesting. Um, I'm so glad you just said that because I, one of the things that I've really been frustrated with is that if you're on medication for mental health issues, you can be um, uninsured on a project. Like I had a doctor who was doing one of those physicals for a project I was working on. And he said that he had a client who was on anxiety medication and he couldn't get insured to be in a, in a project. I'm like, wait, what? Isn't half the world on anxiety medication? Like, what are we talking about? How is that? But you get, you get stigmatized just for trying to be healthy. And so I, I'll, that'll never forget hearing that and how much that impacted me because what it, what I started to realize was how many people had to hide and probably get medication on the streets and not go through the proper channels to be taken care of properly because they don't want to look like a liability or whatever it is that is forcing insurance companies to have a problem with this. So is that something you guys are working on by any chance? You know, I think right now what we're trying to do is create a community and create a sense of being and create an open dialogue when surprisingly there's not really one you know there there are these little subgroups talking but there's not one central group talking to really raise the profile which is why i think it's so amazing that britney is giving like her everything into this project you know it's not like a vanity project it's not a covid project like we've been working on this for so long um because just like what you just said is so important and i think as things pop up, you know, with our, you know, one thing we didn't mention is that we are an official program of Bring Change to Mind, um, you know, which is founded by Glenn Close and we're so excited, but we do have the capabilities of really trying to change the narrative in certain aspects and and make this a more um, normal conversation, which it is, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I think that that we're excited to see what we can do as we progress in the September letters world. Yeah, I think that would be great. You know, I had a quick question related to that too. I mean, Brittany, it's so, so cool and so valuable that you have been such an ally for people struggling with mental health, especially in this business. I think it's really important. And I was thinking back to Hairspray. That's another favorite of mine. And particularly, I think like Amanda Bynes' performance in that movie is unbelievable. She's so talented. And I remember she had some struggles this decade with mental health and you know, she very bravely opened up about that too, which I think helped a ton of people. But I'm wondering if you ever reached out to her during that time. Funny during Hairspray, actually, we um, we were very close and we actually talked about mental health, ugh, mental health things um, on, on that movie. She was much more of a, a big sister, even though I think she's the same age or even younger than me, but she would give me advice about things that I was struggling with when I was 21. And um, we ha- both had this mutual understanding, but I feel like that's a circumstance and I, I'm not going to you know, speak on her behalf or, or allude to the fact that I know anything about her personal life right now. But I think what we're trying to do with September Letters is kind of coincides with this idea that you have to be able to feel secure enough to share the things that you're struggling with, whether you're an actress in, in the public eye or you're, you know, whatever you do for a living. I think there's so much secrecy behind not wanting to seem vain or gaining attention or maybe it's misunderstood. And and that when that's kept in and, and pushed down for so long, I think it 
I think it manifests in other ways and you look for outlets in order to to heal that wound or cover up that feeling and and I think we see a lot of that with people who are struggling with mental health they go down different ways because they're trying to cope in whatever way they can and so by breaking that stigma and hopefully what we're doing with September letters is making it available to talk about your feelings so you don't need to use other ways and go down a, a different road I think that's great we're gonna send somebody to fix your uh, yeah. <laughs> fire alarm. Um, I rip them out. It's so bad. I get so frustrated. I'm like, Rah! I could reach it. That's what I would be doing right now. This this podcast and YouTube would be a totally different view of me. I wish <laughs> I don't think I can get it. I love it. Well, we'll wait for Tyler to get back from surfing or wherever he is, and he'll just jump up there and fix it for you. Um, ladies, this has been such a great conversation. Thank you so much for for joining, for sharing. Um, and Jasper, you've brought on so many great guests for us um, as well. I feel like we're on the same kind of journeys. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think this was really cool. So thank you for what you guys are doing for our world because we need it. And, um, and congratulations. And uh, Maybe I'll have to write a letter soon. Oh, we're writing a letter. I love your letter. Please, yeah. please write a letter. Yeah, I, I will work yes, on that. Please. <laughs> I will work on that. Um, you guys, anytime you want to come back, anything you guys are working on that can help people get better, we're right here for you. Thanks so much. And happy anniversary. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, anniversary. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, you guys have a great day. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Kiss Billy. Squish, squish oh, Billy, Billy, give Billy a big hug. <laughs> I want to squish Billy myself. Billy was so sweet and cute. No. Um, the little face popping up in those videos, I couldn't. I couldn't even handle it. Oh, Anyhow. That was awesome. That was great. They're so great. Um, Interesting I, uh, question, Jeff. That was... I I know Jeff like that went was, in. I literally texted Jeff. I was, I was like, like, whoa, dang. Jeff went in for for a deep question such a good one though it's a great i didn't even think about amanda Bynes. yeah yeah well all of a sudden when you mentioned hairspray kels they they were close you know the two of them and i because i think both of them are so good in that movie everyone in that movie is amazing and amanda Bynes, you know she is doing pretty well right now but when you look at her as a child actress really really talented like i think um so just seeing her in hairspray i was just curious about that yeah that was a great question yeah I, I yeah, I've not heard about Amanda in a while. I feel like I heard she got engaged at some point. She did. Was that like last year or something? No, I think it was more recent than that. I don't know. It was it was last year. It's just that was this it? year feels um like it disappeared. So that's <laughs> right, right. This year right. feels like we've been in permanent <laughs> retrograde. When she was yeah. talking about this, I was crying laughing because I'm, I'm like it's true though, like I just just these last few days have felt really heavy. And yes. I'm like, why? Yes. Why am I feeling all this stuff? Like, why am I having these moments where, like I said, I'm realizing the toxicity I dealt with, like yeah. the levels of it. Like, yeah. I knew it was bad. Trust me, I knew it was bad. I felt it. But I'm you never really, al- yeah. well, probably because I'm here and I'm having the time too. So to say you never allowed yourself. Yeah. It's crazy. No, when Jasper, that's why I had to jump in. I was like, when Jasper texted me that the other day, I was like, oh my God. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, bananas. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much as always <laughs> for joining. I hope the conversation was helpful for you. You can read or write your own September letter at septemberletters.com. 
Brittany can be found on Instagram at Brittany Snow, Jasper at Jasper. We'll put all of these in the summary of this episode. So if you're walking, jogging, hiking, surfing, whatever you're doing and listening to this show or watching this show, you don't have to worry. We got you. We will give you everything you need. Surfing would be impressive. Yeah. If you liked this uh, episode, check out episode number 124 with Nikki Glazer, who talks about the new world of pop culture during a pandemic. Uh, really great episode, actually. And if you um, want, you can follow us <laughs> at Better Together with Maria, at Kelsmeyer2, at Jeffrey Crane Graham. And remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.